What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. What is up, you guys? And welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast. We are coming off of... Independence Day weekend, and we're back recording, and we have such an incredible guest for you today. For those of you that are in the social selling sphere, you will especially appreciate what she has to bring to the table, but really for everyone building a business online. So with us today, we have Kayla Ibanez, and she is a business consultant, and I'm just going to I'm going to help you get to know her for a sec before we dig into her story. She started building her Instagram and her consulting business in 2019. And get this, while her daughter was in the hospital fighting for her life from unknown causes of bone marrow failure. So this is like, she found her purpose while she was like in the midst of a life altering situation, which I like have goosebumps because that is so powerful and such a testament of just being so in tune with your purpose on life. And that makes me like emotional thinking about it. So I'm so excited to dig into you or not dig into (laughs) into this with you. Um, but she has since made a full recovery. Her daughter has, and she's generated over a million dollars in sales with her consulting business. And she actually opened up a brick and mortar social media agency in Chicago this year. So Kayla, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're here. Tell us a little bit more about your story, how you got to work, how you found this purpose that you have for helping business owners. And then we'll dig into all the meat. Absolutely. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done. Absolutely. So yes, I started this business while my daughter was hospitalized. We lived there for a, in the hospital in Chicago for a year and a half. Oh but God. I've actually been involved in the network marketing circle for 10, over 10 years. I've been in the Beachbody bubble for over 10 years. Awesome. And like a lot of people, I had this time when I was killing it, I was always a very good product seller, could easily move product. But where I ran into a lot of obstacles, which a lot of people do, is when you're trying to build a team and bring in yeah. leaders. And uh, back in the day, Mike, I can't remember, how long have you been in the space? It's been a while too, right? Yeah, it'll be eight years, middle of July. Oh yeah, so you, so you were there too in the thick of it. I'm talking like 2013, 14, when you would get on three-way calls with your upline. And I ended up booking a ton of these calls. I kept my upline busy. But I realized these calls were with people who like bullied me in high school, who I'm on this call, like hoping they're going to join. And I had this aha moment of, I wouldn't get coffee with this person, let alone hang out with them at an event. Why am I trying to get them to join my team? And so I ended up pulling back from network marketing. I've been in for a while. So I still had residual income coming in here and there. And when my kids were small at that time, I started to jump back into corporate, like, I got to hustle. So I thought that that was the place to hustle was working for somebody else. And I also hit a spot where a lot of people do where you practically kill yourself for $10 an hour. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, and unfortunately, I had the rug pulled out from under me when my daughter got very sick in 2018. She was three, perfectly healthy, never had Tylenol for anything. And the next thing we know, she's on an operating room table, nearly oh passing gosh. away from sepsis. And we had no idea. We, her pediatrician, we thought it was an ear infection and she had this gut feeling and sent us in. And I, that pediatrician, we drive an hour now to see her because oh I don't want anyone else taking care of my kids because she saw something that no one else did. And it got her the care that she needed. And I know you've got, you've got kids, young kids, Micah. So like, man, my little, my little baby, she <laughs> Has, has overgone to date upwards of 20 surgeries. And oh we found God. out that she didn't have an immune system basically. So she needed a transplant and doctors were trying to figure out what to do because she did not have a registry match. And they were scared to take anything from anyone in the family because they didn't know what caused the failure and thought it could be genetic. So wow. we basically were in the hospital basically trying to keep her stable essentially until they could find a match. So we were there for a year and a half and I'm like, well, what am I going to do sitting in the hospital? If you've, I mean, you've ever been there having kids or for anything else, it time drags and you're just sitting and waiting for answers. So I thought, man, what could I do with this time? And I thought I was going to jump back into my network marketing business. I'm like, well, I know better now. I've been reading the books and studying and really paying attention to what's going on. And when I started to kind of come back into it and share our story, people started asking me how I was doing certain things on Instagram. And so people started coming to me saying, Hey, can you help me with this? I'll pay you. And I was like, you'll pay me. Nice. Um, I mean, I wasn't working. I was with her throughout um, the day while my husband went to work because we needed the health insurance. <laughs> And so I was like, man, if I could make some money while being here, because I don't know what life's going to look like, I'll do it. And it happened really naturally that I started to help the people who basically who I was 
back then. Like I didn't know how to sign people to my team on social media. And I was caught in the, just message anyone and everyone who will talk to you, the lowest common denominator, talk to them, try to get them in. And I was like, there's gotta be a better way. I'm like, I know that there's a way that we can do this without cold messaging. And so in 2019, when the online market really started to change, I jumped in at the perfect timing to start calling out like, Hey, if you're going to keep cold messaging over the next few years, your business is going to be kaput if you don't change. And so I really started to gain traction from just unapologetically saying, if you want to be a business owner, treat the business like a business and don't keep doing it this way. So that's kind of the the long-winded origin story. I love it. I love how it just naturally came about. And I also love that you didn't feel bad. I think this is huge. You guys, you didn't feel bad when there was a need for what you had and someone was willing to pay you for your services. You didn't feel bad about that. You were like, heck yes, maybe I can serve more people and bless my family's life at the same time. I think this is something that is like such a weird block for so many women, especially is they want to do good, but then they also feel bad for getting paid for doing good. And I'm like, what? No, no. So I love that. I love that you were just so in tune with what felt right and saw the need because like you said, like being in this for eight years, so much has shifted over the years. So I love everything you're doing. I love everything. And it's, and I think the biggest thing too, is people say to me all the time, like, how did you do it? I mean, you were in this place of your life where you're just like watching your child fight for their life. And I'm like, she really was the person who was like, kind of giving me permission to release myself from the job and step into it because she'd say like, can you stay with me? And having to be put into a corner of deciding between taking care of my daughter and like paying bills. I'm like, there's, there's gotta be something. And I think getting to that far rock bottom of like, I don't know if she's ever coming home. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I think hitting that low is it gave me this outlook of at least I can do something. I mean, what's the worst that could happen at this point, right? Like it couldn't get much worse. And I think that's what propelled me to be like, I'm going to see what I can do here. Because again, most people, right, who go to the hospital, they're, you know, going for a little something or to get their, their life, you know, saved at the ER and then they go home and it's like, we're living here. So I'm like, I got to make this work for my life. And I was the person, right, doing, walking the hallway, doing sales calls, like the doctor comes in and I'm trying to do a training. I'm like, shoot, I'll finish the training as the doctor standing there. It was yeah. a crazy chapter. That's amazing though. And it, one of my coaches had a baby that had, um, heart, a heart condition and had all these struggles and they were in the NICU for eight months saying Ugh. she was working out in a back room. She was building her business while the nurses were taking care of her baby and doing checks. And And it's like, I love that. I love when you're, when you're doing something that means so much to you that you're just willing to do it. However life looks, you're willing to do it. You're willing to figure it out. Did you feel like you were ready? Did you feel like you were ready to do this? That you were 
like equipped that you knew what it was going to take? Or did you just kind of jump? Part of me, I don't know what it was that came over me and gave me the confidence. Again, I think it was being backed up into a corner and you just like go. That's like the best way that I can describe it because I... I still go through times when I'm, I have the imposter syndrome and I'm like, who am I to think that I could do this, especially in a hospital, right? I mean, most of the days my hair wasn't done, barely had any makeup, rotating through the same three outfits that I'd just re- keep rewashing. It, it, it wasn't glamorous by any means. And so many people think that they have to have this exciting life. I'm like, I sat on the same couch in the same room <laughs> doing the same groundhog day routine for a year and a half. And, and, and people watch, they watch and they pay attention and they're really interested in a life that's not theirs. And so, so many think, right. That no one's going to care what I'm doing. I mean, I'd be doing a team call and, and her machine is beeping. Something's empty. I'm like moving my laptop, just teaching, turning off the machine. She'd be (laughs) tossing her cookies. And I say this, I'm like, legit, I'd be catching it in a cup while I'm talking about hashtags on video, (laughs) the nurse call button, like, there was, it was, it was a circus. It was a circus and people stuck around because that was the fear, right? That people are going to be like this chick. No, I want to work with someone that has their life together. Right. You maybe you, you hear that from your people. I'll jump in when my life is easier. Totally. My life still isn't easier now, yeah. even though medically she's great, but we're still getting back into normal life. Cause right after she really started to get better was when everything shut down. So we're still picking up the pieces. Yeah. I love it. I love that so much. And that's one of the biggest things that I hear too, is like, who would, who would watch or who would trust me or, or I have no story to share. I'm not interesting. I have no content. How have you, like when it comes to content, cause I've seen your page and I know what you're all about. What has helped you come up with stuff? come up with things to share, come up with value to give? Like, how do you come up with the things that are keeping your business growing, keeping you moving forward when you're quote unquote, living this very unsexy life? Cause that's such a false thing that you have to live this extravagant life to be exciting on social media and whatever. So how do you come up with your content? I think the biggest thing is like relatability and how can you like tie things into what other people have going on? Because I think what allowed people to really connect to me was even though most people who I was interacting with back then weren't going through anything remotely near what we were, but I was able to tie things into lessons that would matter to anybody, right? Yeah. Wanting to be there for your kids, having to decide between a job and putting your family first, having to figure things out. And I think that's, people were able to see themselves in my story. And that's what allowed them to just build that really strong lasting relationship with me as a person. I love that. And relationship with you as a person, like this is, if you hear nothing else than this one thing, relationship with you as a person, if you're building a business online, People don't just need to know about your product. They don't just want to see what you're selling, the service you're giving. They need to know you as a human being. And that's why like stories and reels and all of this stuff that has added so much more to the realm of what we can share 
that's what's made it so fun is they get to know who you are as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, as a, as a CEO, as a, whatever you want to be, you get to share all of those different pieces in the background. And that's where people really get to know you. And that's when they will buy from you, when they get to know who you are, they know, love and trust you. Right. So Kayla, let's dig into maybe the person who's listening, who is still afraid of starting because they don't want to be the weirdo. They don't want to be the friend that's being spammy or that's selling. Oh my gosh. I hear so many times, oh, I love this product or I love this, but I don't want to sell it. Like, can we just debunk the whole entire fear around selling for a second? Because that's still a huge one. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing where this comes from is people always can easily recall a selling experience where they just left it feeling gross, but we don't take the time to sit down and remember a time that we were sold and we loved it. Mm -hmm. Right. We go into target for one thing and we come out with 30. You love that every moment of it. You didn't didn't like getting the bill in the the mail the next month, but (laughs) the whole process, right. You loved it. And so it's remembering that as consumers, we want to be sold to, but there's certain parameters in which we want to be sold to. And that's where a lot of people in the social selling and network marketing space, unfortunately, like to jump over because, right, I'm busy and I don't have time. But it's one of those non-negotiables that if you put the time in, you will literally love every single sales experience that you come into contact with and your customers will also be just as excited to go get their purse and get their card out to pay you. Yeah. I love it. So let's dig into some of those because I still have even like coaches within my team. I still have coaches that have all of these big goals and all of these aspirations and all of these grandiose, like things they want to do, but they're still afraid to be that person. They're still afraid to sell. So how do you make it a great experience? How do you get the person on the other side to be like, let's freaking go. I'm so excited to throw my card at the screen, to fill this in, to get my stuff, to get started. What would, like, if you were to break that down, what does that look like? Yeah. All right. We're taking a quick time out. I got to tell you about this as a mom who is busy and healthy living is important to us. When I started my gut health journey, I really got excited about making swaps within our home, just swapping out some of the kids snacks and swapping out some of the things that were our norm that weren't super healthy, but the kids still enjoyed, or we still enjoyed. I'm like, can we get a healthier version of this? Can we make healthy eating even more convenient? And thankfully, as I was on that path to figuring that all out, I saw something about thrive market online. Now you've probably heard about this. Maybe I live under a rock, but it was like heaven sent when I found this. And I want to make sure that you know about it. If you don't already, because it has been a game changer for mom life and healthy living. I have some of my key staples on auto ship. So they come on a monthly basis. I don't have to think twice about it. Lots of the kids snacks, lots of the frozen, like the frozen food staples that you just kind of forget about getting at the grocery store. And literally it's made everything just flow so much more smoothly. So I have a code for you that you can save 40% off your entire first order. Okay. Now let me give you a little coaching. I 
swapped out so many things, sauces, snacks, some of those staples that I was talking about, like condiments just for healthier versions or gluten-free versions of certain things or whatever. So my advice to you is you get 40% off one time. So don't use this code just when you're getting a couple things. Like if you really want to see what thrive is all about, use this code where, when you can get the most bang for your buck off of that 40% code, because when I did my first order, I just got a few things and then I'm like, oh man, I totally did that wrong. And then I went back in and ordered a huge order on my second time. And I'm like, well, that was silly. So just my two cents, because I wish I had done it differently. (laughs) Don't make my mistake. So if you want to take advantage of this, the prices are affordable. They're very, very, very comparable to what you'll find at Costco or things at grocery stores or whatever. And oftentimes I find that they're even cheaper on Thrive Market, which makes it even cooler. So if you want to take advantage of this and you want to make healthy eating even more convenient for your family, Go to micafolsomfit.com slash thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, and that will get you access to the 40% off of your first order. All right, go snag it. Happy shopping. Let's get back to the show. So the biggest thing is, especially women selling to women, I'm more experienced with that, but I'm sure it's very similar for men, right? We want to be seen, heard, and understood by the person or company we're buying from. We want to feel good about that energetic exchange and where our money is going. And so the biggest thing that you want to remember in the social selling space is this is a problem solving business. And so how do you create a good experience with selling? You let someone know, hey, Micah, I know you have this problem. I actually have a solution and it's really going to help you. And that's the simplest way to look at it, right? But where's the piece that people love to skip? it's confirming the problem. Like if, you know, I I always think of like a random, I have like a candle here. So like, if you were to go in with this candle, right. And be like, you know what? I know your house probably stinks. Here's the candle. (laughs) Like now you're going to be like, well, what makes you think? I never told you. Right. Right. So now the person's feeling some sort of way. So how can we take that out? Create conversations where people feel comfortable sharing problems. And then you get to insert the appropriate solution if you have one that's available to offer them. And that's where the true invite gets to come in because if you are trying to sell without knowing what the problem is, what they want and why they want it, you have no ammunition to close because when someone blows you off or says, you know, I don't know, maybe next time, what can you come back with? You don't have anything. All you can say is, okay. And then that's awkward for you. (laughs) awkward for them. And now what you go back a month later, try it again. It's going to be that same hamster wheel. But if we communicate that we understand the problem, we understand how painful it is and how it's impacting them. We're able to guide them through to get them to where they ultimately want, which is solving that problem. I love it so much. Cause when you, and when you identify that, that's when it's like, the fireworks, right? You're like, oh my gosh, yes, they have a need. I have a solution and let's just get this connected because then you, you know, it's the right fit. How would you help the person who's like, okay, well, that's great. If I can identify their need, how do I, how do I uncover that? 
would you recommend is that one-on-one -on -one conversation? Is it through question boxes? Is it through like, how would you help someone navigate that part? I think that no matter what avenue you use to get to a one-on-one -on -one interaction, whether that is polls or quizzes or sharing a personal story on your Instagram feed and then kind of calling people in to share their experiences, I think that's a great way to really get the market research necessary to understand what's going on. But ultimately also, all of us in this space, right, we have certain skills that we bring to the table to help people. Each of us as a unique individual does things differently. And that's another reason why someone would sign up with you rather than me because of those skills. So I think it's also really important to start showcasing. If you're in the health and wellness space, are you really good at the mindset, the nutrition, the fitness aspect? What is it? Because when you're very clear in your content about who you're helping, those people are going to be much more open to volunteering yeah, what's yeah. bothering them to see if you have an idea of how to solve it before they even realize that you have a product or service they can pay for. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I found too, is like, when people are like, how are you helping new people every single month? How many are you inviting? How many are you this? So much of, so much of it now is just genuine conversations. It's like the content you're putting out there is generating real conversations with real people. And it's just naturally coming up. It's not that you have this agenda or it's not that you have this, oh, I'm going to start this conversation so that I can slip in like this slanky little invite or whatever. It's just talk to people, talk to people, have the heart to help them in whatever capacity, not just with your product or service, but in whatever they need. And if they do have a problem that comes up that you can help solve with your product or service, then that is the perfect circumstance, right? But that's not always what comes up. So you just have to be willing to help people in any way. <laughs> and something else too, and what most people don't think about is as a content creator on social media, which a lot of us, we take pride in doing that. If you're doing this right, your content should be the thing that's selling. And all you're doing during the invite process from that point is closing yeah, because they already know they want it. And when you're closing, you're creating an environment where someone feels safe and confident separating from their money for something that they already know that they want. That's where it gets to be easy. But until we have the information that we need, you can't close them. It's basically right. just using skills where we try to get someone to impulse buy. Like I think at Bath and Body Works, right? You want a dollar lotion? You try to approach this business with that same mentality. You know, an auto direct an auto shipment is not an impulse buy. That's an investment. And you want to treat it with the same high level sales experience that you would anything else. Yeah. And so this, this goes all back to value, right? And you can build value through your content. You're building value through your experience, through what you're sharing. You're helping identify the pain points and then helping them in your content, understand how you have what they need you have what they need. So they're already sold before they even talk to you, just like Kayla was saying. And then all you have to do is help them figure out the best game plan or help them identify like those last key pieces of getting them started. And language matters, you guys, when you're talking with your, with your people, whatever, whoever you're talking to, 
And you're just like she was talking about the dollar impulse buy for Bath and Body Works. That type of customer who's interested in that, I want to, I want to get in as low as possible. I want it to be as cheap as possible. Like if you're using that language, that's completely different than attracting someone who is invested in a long-term lifestyle focus, who wants to invest on a monthly basis, who, who values their health, who values investing in it. And like, you know what I mean? So just be mindful of that too, because as you're in these conversations, the words matter, your confidence and your energy matters, your conviction around the service that you're going to give them after the transaction happens matters. And this is all stuff that I feel like people don't even think about. And then they're like, I'm doing all the things and it's not working, but really it's just like fine tuning and really, really digging into the behind the scenes stuff that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And you called it out really well. A lot of people are attracting the freebie seekers, the flash sale seekers, yeah. the, I'm going to cancel until there's another sale. Those aren't the people that are going to be the business builders on your team, at least not while they're in that mindset. So when you change the language, you change your approach, you change who you're calling in and that is changing the conversation. So you'll be able to easily close people who are ready to buy, especially because there are network marketing companies right now that are moving into the high ticket sales arena with more expensive products. So it's important to change your language now because it's easier to, to close someone on something that's a thousand plus dollars than it is $160 because the person who's paying high ticket, they aren't going to pull the same games, but they're also not going to entertain you if you're approaching them with the dollar bath and body works upsell mentality. Yeah. I love that. And it's just a simple shift in perception, like how you see the service that you're giving the value that you believe is behind it. And then changing. I love how you said calling in because I feel like so many people who are trying to build a business online feel like they're always in the go find, 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 find people like just message anyone, talk to anyone. But really we have so much control over the conversations we have because of the content what we're putting out first that does call in the type of person that's going to be attracted to that. And then those conversations are so much more fun because they're your people. Like they're your people who you want to be in those conversations with versus just throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. Exactly. And in and, and, and this business in the past two years, I've never reached out to someone saying, Hey, do you want this? Hey, do you want to buy? And people are like, what, how? And it's like, it's, it's the whole package. It's how you are showing up because that's how people are coming to you. And it's yeah. these little shifts. It really isn't this big overhaul that intimidates a lot of people. It's subtle shifts in the content, subtle shifts in the conversation. I love it. So how would you like for someone who's like, okay, well, this is great. I love it. I, I love the idea of attracting a different type of person that's ready for it. What would you say to them? Like, how do they start to shift their content or how do they like, how like tangible something that you can give them? Yeah, absolutely. This is something I love to talk about. This was taught to me by one of my friends and mentors, McCall, who teaches charisma hacking and something that she talks about, it's gold. It's better versus bleeding. And so basically what a lot of people do in this space 
and I, I know I did it, I'm sure we've all done it, is where you use language like, you're going to feel good, you're gonna, your life's gonna be better, our community is fabulous, feel better, mind, body, and soul. And like, that's great, but how do people respond? My life's okay, oh, my, my community's all right, I'm good enough. Yeah. It's something that they can easily justify away. But when you call out what's bleeding, what happens when we're bleeding? We want to immediately stop the bleeding. Yeah. So let's say someone says, oh, I want to feel good in, in my clothes or I don't feel good in my clothes. So rather than saying, you're going to feel good in your clothes, you point out what's bleeding. The fact, and it's basically like kind of calling out symptoms. What's a symptom that happens when you're not comfortable in your clothes? You are hiding from pictures. You're avoiding family functions. And so you call it out. When you're constantly avoiding pictures and therefore avoiding family functions, people are going to stop inviting you. And so then they're like, oh, I'm going to stop being invited. I don't want that to happen. Now they want to fix the problem. So you can see just how a subtle language shift to taking something surface level to making it something that they can't ignore. And the easiest way that I like to look at it is, okay, let's take the surface level and what are the symptoms that's a sign that that's happening? That's so good. And that gives you like, anyone could, cause, and, and I'm even like going back to my like things in my head, I'm like, oh, I've said that before. I'm like, oh shoot. And it's just like digging in. Like, it's just like taking it one step further, peeling back one more layer. And that's what I think is so powerful because that's when you get the messages where they're like, you were talking to me in this post. Like that was for me. And that's when, you know, you nailed it because you're like, yes, it spoke to them. And it sparked emotion. You want your audience and the people who you want to serve, you want them to feel something when they're on your page, whether that's feeling a, a glimmer of hope, a glimmer of belief in themselves that maybe they weren't feeling before. You want them to feel something and that's when they're going to be more more in tune to take action, right? So you you don't want just to throw something out there, just like Kayla was saying, just kind of with like meh words that are just everybody's saying them, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short also is they feel like they have to say the right thing. And so they feel like they have to follow what everyone else is doing. They have to say what so-and-so said because she's successful, but you've got to dig into your voice and your story and your messaging and what's on your heart. And that's when you truly start to connect with people, which then allows them to open up, share struggles or share, share hopes and dreams and things that they aspire to. And that's when you can really, really serve someone when you know what they need, what they, what they struggle with, what they are working towards then you can connect them with whatever solution you have. And that's what's going to bring people in that stay long-term because a yeah. lot, unfortunately, a lot of what's taught in this space right now is a lot of it is just short-sighted. It's focused on metrics that don't actually matter to building a business. I mean, as much as I don't teach as many Instagram tips as I used to, I moved into more holistic business because I realized that people were getting sucked into the latest Instagram trend that was going to make yeah. them go viral. But it's important to remember, right? Going viral doesn't put money into your business. It's not the golden ticket. And so when we focus on the people 
that we are right in front of us rather than constantly looking for ways to seek out what else is out there, you're going to realize that the people who need you, a lot of them are already paying attention to some degree. It's so true. You get like, for instance, a new business owner come in and they're like, I only have 200 followers. I can't possibly build a business. And I'm like, you have 200 human beings who could have what you, who could need what you have like 200. Think about that. If 200 people showed up at your door and were like, tell me what you've got. Let's see if it's a good fit. That's a lot of people to serve. So don't think I've got to wait until I have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers or till my engagement is through the roof. If you have people seeing what you're putting out there, then you're ready to start. And if you have something to talk about that you're passionate about, you'll get more people who keep showing up. So don't just be after the numbers, just like she's saying, yes, it's great to want to grow. It's great to continue to expand and stay in the proactive, like building phases of, of that, because that's a business, but that doesn't mean you're not ready to start. That doesn't mean that you don't have people to serve right now, today with the few that you have in front of you. Exactly. And a lot of it, and I think this is some tough love that a lot of people need to hear is to remember that you got to keep your ego in check because what ego is focusing on are oftentimes the complete opposite of what's required to build your business. But we think that it's the recognition and the attention, but really that stuff feels good, but it's that dopamine hit that's there and gone. Yeah. The true foundation of building a business is not dopamine hits, unfortunately. And that's why, right? This is hard and why a lot of people quit, but you don't quit because you're here. Just know that that's normal. The foundation of building a business is not the dopamine hits or the sunshine and butterflies. Let's talk about that for a sec. Cause I think this is so important that everybody who's building a business hears. It feels good to make a sale. It feels good to help someone, of course, but what has to feel good also is the day to day process of building your business, which is serving others through conversation, uplifting them, sharing content that serves and adds value to people's lives. That doesn't equal a sale. That doesn't equal a rank advance. That doesn't equal something in your bank account, but that does equal over time business growth. I can promise you that. So you've got to find joy in the process and not just the outcome. So true. So true. Because if, yeah, if you don't enjoy the day-to-day of what you're doing, change the day-to-day. You might need to change your tracker or maybe put the tracker away for a little bit if you've noticed that it's getting you into some slightly toxic habits that are taking you away from the purpose of why you actually got started in the business in the first place. For sure. And I love when we were chatting earlier, you were talking about um, your intentions and constantly going back to, is this only to build my business or is this to genuinely serve others. And when you show up on social and in life with the intent to serve others, consequently in a positive way, your business will also grow. But if you show up just to grow your business, people will smell that and they will know what you're about and they will probably run the opposite direction. So that's just a really simple reminder that I love that it really is just, what is my intent? in sharing this? Is it to serve or is it to get something from someone? 
And if we can constantly show up to serve and to give, and when you have paired your heart's intent with a product or service that you love, that you stand behind, that you know can help people, that's when you'll grow a lasting business, a lasting one, not just one that's fleeting, but one that will stick around because you're so in tune with, with your actions and your behaviors and your belief. It's so true. And when you are really doing it for the right reasons, you'll be doing a lot less selling, but with a lot more closing. So then that fear of having to sell all the time that goes away because you shouldn't feel like you have to sell every single day, right? It's about the service and the the sale is, is the byproduct and disconnecting from that is when most of that growth will be happening. Totally. I love that. And when you can really just get over the icky perception or whatever you have around the sale, the sale is when they actually get connected with something that will hopefully bless their life. So if you're feeling icky about what you're selling, you might need to look up what you're selling because maybe it isn't something that you believe in, or maybe it isn't in line with what you want to be serving people with. That might be a a good indication that you want to pivot and do something else. And that's okay, right? As soon as you can get in tune and really align with something, and that's something that I talk about a lot. I'll get messages from from people building businesses online in other, other industries. And they're like, how do you do this? How are you so successful at this? How blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know how to help someone outside of my industry per se, because I just believe in what we have. So just with every bit of my being that it's so streamlined, it's so easy. It's so natural to just live the way that I want to live and share what I'm doing and build a business alongside it. Whereas someone who is doing something else, I don't even know how to like weave that into your life and do those things. Cause I'm not a social selling expert. I am just a, I've figured out what works for me and how to do this. And that has been being in a line with something that I believe in. So I do think that that is the core to anything that you're doing, whether it's selling homes or selling beauty products or selling whatever it is, all wonderful. Don't feel weird about selling anything. We're being sold to, like Kayla said, every single day. But if you ever feel weird about selling, take a good look about what it is you're selling, the service you have behind it, the value that you see in it. And if it's not something that you can fully back, that would be the indication to be like, "Er, we're going to pivot and we're going to find something new because I don't know how I could do that. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. That's what I know. Exactly. For sure. And I think that this is probably the biggest mic drop moment for someone listening this entire time. I've been selling to you. I've been selling to you on my methodology on what I teach. And some people are going to like it. And some people aren't. That's what the selling is. The selling is the content. And then yeah. someone comes to me and says, Hey, I like your style. This is what's going on. They already like me. They already know what I do. It's a close from that point. It's not selling. This is the selling. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about that. So we have lots of social sellers that are listening. Lots of network marketers. Where can they find you? What, if they like really want to dig into this stuff and get help, 
what do you offer? Go for that part. We want to hear. Absolutely. It. <laughs> absolutely. So I spend most of my time on Instagram. Uh, it's Kayla Ibanez. I know it's my husband's crazy last name. I should have kept my maiden name. Hindsight's always 2020. And then I have a free Facebook community for network marketers and social sellers. It's called the Stop the Hey Girl NWM community. It's pretty easy to search on Facebook, I've been told. And there's always trainings and really helpful resources and resources in there to help you out with your business. That's awesome. And she does. She has so much value. Like I was just stalking her Instagram the past couple of days and everybody who is doing anything online should follow her because she has so many helpful hit helpful tips, helpful things that just make you go, Oh, that's like a teeny little tweak that I could make that will make a huge difference. So definitely go and let's spell your name really quick because I don't want them to not be able to find you. Yes. Uh, Kayla, how most of us in the nineties spelt, spelt it K-A-Y-L-A. And then Ibanez is Y-B-A-N-E-Z. Perfect. All right, you guys, I want to wrap this up because I could talk to you forever and I know that you're busy and I don't want to keep you longer than necessary, but I love everything you're doing. I'm so grateful that you listened to those tugs and were like, I'm going to go all in on this. I'm going to go for this because there's such a need. There's such a need. So many people are selling online. Such a beautiful thing. That's not bad. That's not wrong. That's not anything to feel weird about but there is a way that you can do it and feel good and feel in alignment with how you want to operate and how you want to be received. And you don't have to be afraid to see people in real life because they're going to run away from you. You don't have to be that person. So if that's a fear of yours and you're trying to work through it, go to Kayla's Instagram, follow what she's saying. She has so many good, helpful things. And all I can say is this from the beginning, when I was starting my business, I had that fear. I was like, okay, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be sharky. I don't want to approach everybody. So the way that I built my business was how I would want to be approached. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And if you only do that, you guys, you will be far ahead of so many others because you'll, you'll start to intuitively tweak how you do things. You'll tweak your messaging. You'll tweak your approach. 
you won't come off so crazy and that's your fear, right? But I'm not giving you the excuse to not approach someone or to not show up on social media. I'm giving you the guidance to do it differently because no matter how someone is teaching you, if it doesn't feel good or if it doesn't feel right, there's always a different way to go about it. We might need to be having conversations. We might need to be inviting. We might need to be um, providing these solutions for people. They need to know about it. We need to be talking. We don't need to be afraid of that, but we can do it differently. And that's what I love about what Kayla's doing. So go follow her at Kayla Ibanez. Go sign up for her free challenges, do her course, whatever she has offered. It will be so much value to you. I can promise you that. So Kayla, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And you guys, if you found value in this, if you feel like your teammates would enjoy it, if they would find value, make sure that you share it, send it to them, send them the, the episode or share it on your Instagram, tag Kayla, tag me at Micah Folsom Fit. And you guys, we will see you back here next week. Okay. Bye. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Cause if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.